It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. Sorry, Beard Father, I spoke out of turn there. Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Then you might sleep there too. I allowed my unshaven idiot self to take over. I can only apologize, Beard Father. Horse head in your bed. Kyle. Would you listen to a live parade podcast? Big one for us. Oh boy. 81% of the audience said no. (laughs) Kind of makes the last uh, half hour of conversation about parade podcast. Should we just ditch it? Kind of pointless. Live on tape from APS 3 point whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. I don't know that there's ever been a poll result that I've been more disappointed in. We're excited about that. It was legitimately shocking. Yeah. That that came back. But I'm eased at least a touch, Steve, in the idea that those obviously are posted not in jest, but those are posted with intent being there's no context. Yeah, no context You don't at all. know why that or what that means. So mm-hmm. in my brain, I'm racking the idea of what could people be interpreting the idea of nope. a parade cast being. And I'm thinking they really just don't want to listen to us. I know, because even in the worst case scenario, it's still extra content from your yes. friends, Steve and Kyle. Yeah. But important to say, apparently it is not what the audience wants. The audience says, no, no hard pass today. Once an hour, more than enough or once a week, more than enough. I am confident saying we're going to go ahead and just steamroll the the majority of the audience here doing it anyway. And we're going to move our way into that just against Everybody apparently caring about Look, it. Look, if I'm putting all this work in to get the Comanche roadworthy, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Going to happen. Mm-hmm. Another roadblock this week, by the way, on the old Comanche project. On the Manche. Yeah. Called another glass company out to put the rear window in. Turns out they concurred with the first glass company. <laughs> that it is. So it's the wrong size. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Hang on. So you know two glass companies telling yeah. you this is the wrong size, and yeah. your response to me is, I think they're both wrong. Yeah, because according to uh, well the Comanche Club, okay, they were both trying to install it the incorrect way. There's apparently huh. another way to do it that. So you need a non-idiot glass. <laughs> that neither neither of these glass companies know. Um, on the bright side, I haven't gotten an invoice from either one of them. Good. So, well, they couldn't gonna... do the job, so they looked at it. Told you this doesn't work. Yeah. Have you taken my idea of possibly shaving it down in the corners where it needs to be? And, you know, kind of installing it yourself? Well, I did make a trip last night to the hardware store. Picked up a okay. uh, product by the company 3M. It's called Window Weld. Okay. It's like a urethane that you used to glue windows in. So, so not so a glass I'm, cutter. but I'm doing it myself. It's going to happen. So that is that that's on the agenda for today, hopefully. In the real spirit of the Comanche. Yeah. There you're gonna, you're gonna go ahead and do it. Do it yourself. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm at least gonna try. 
that is I it seems like there's roadblock after roadblock mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. and now you're quite literally spitting in the face of glass <laughs> professionals saying you're all wrong because a bunch of weirdos on a message board uh-huh. are saying they're wrong. You know, I trust the weirdos on the message board. Well, they are the they are the the they're, dedicated they're the authority. Have I you considered em. bringing one of those goons out here? Uh, no, I don't want people coming to my house. So, no. And if I about... could, if I could drive the vehicle somewhere, I mean, I guess yeah. I could. I could drive. I, I'm going to have my seat back relatively soon. I got pictures uh, last week. Okay, of the the progress that's being made on the seat. Okay, looks awesome. Just one, or it's a bench seat. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. In my mind, you have one seat. In my mind, you were you're going, you know, just like an airplane. <laughs> one seat there in the front. Yeah. What What do I need two for? If somebody wants to sit there, they get the seat reupholstered. If somebody wants to sit next to me, I'll give them the bucket I've used <laughs> to test drive. I'm excited though. I, I I can't wait. Can't wait to start seeing it start to come back together. We are still looking for a, a rapist. A rapist, yeah. I know that there's somebody out there that there has to be someone in the does vinyl autom- game. automotive wraps. Yeah, the vinyl game. And again, whatever. I'm not looking for it for free or anything. I, right. I just, just uh, I need some direction. Yep. We're just looking for even if it's not a full wrap, just something. Yeah. That we can put a large form of our logo on. I need uh, a trusted source. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Any recommendations even would be mm-hmm. appreciated so we can reach out and begin the process because this is something. That although 81% don't seem to want, <laughs> we're going to go ahead. We're just shoving this down your throat. Fly right in the face <laughs> of of the audience's desire and do it mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Steve, it was a tough week for us this week. Was it? We uh, What happened? We lost someone pretty close to us. <sighs> this one hurt. This was a, you know how normally you see a celebrity death and you're yeah. like, yeah. Okay, well, that, oh, that's sad, but, you know, it was their time. Right. It was not this person's time. No, I, I would argue it would have never been mm. this person's time. Mm. An absolute icon mm-hmm. of a very specific <laughs> section of movie and TV, right? Very specific. You would not expect this guy in, well, anything else that you would... uh any, any other type of movie, I should say. Mm-hmm. Steve, we lost Polly Walnuts this week. Oh, my, uh, my, my hair sake? Yeah. Can you say, is that? No, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Because yeah. like namesake. Yeah. But no, hair sake. We have the same hair. Would you be willing at this point? I got, I got the Polly Walnuts wings. Would you be willing at this point to maybe even paint them the rest of the way? Hmm. Paint them white. Paint them white, but then I gotta go real dark on the top. I gotta go like jet, yeah. jet black. You wouldn't, yeah, boy. <sighs> I'll post it on the poll. Could Steve pull off the poly walnuts, like the authentic? Because the, the, the right now I have, I have, I have a poor man's poly walnuts. Right. It's like if you wanted to try to be poly walnuts, so you're stressing yourself out I have, a couple I have a, times. I have the poorly walnuts. That's what I tell them when I go to the barber. I'll post that on the poll. Does Steve have the poorly walnuts haircut? <laughs> hey, give me the poorly walnuts again. 
Ah, you again. Come on back. I've got the got the white paste ready. <laughs> I'll post that on the poll. But yeah, that's it's it's weird because this is a show that I know for you, for mm-hmm. me, for a, a lot of people. It's a generational not for you and me, but it is a generational show, but it is impactful. Like it is I this news that came out the other day of him passing away has made me think, boy, do I, do I want to go through that for a third time? And I'm thinking about, you're thinking about doing it. I'm thinking about thinking firing about it up. 60, 63 episodes, 63 or something. hours yeah. of the Sopranos revisiting uh, a, a bit of a different time and place. It, yeah. it's, it's always weird rewatching those shows from that era before cell phones were, I know they all the flip phones. Big, and, so yeah. it's, it's a step back, but boy, I'm really thinking about rewatching all of those hours. That's one of those shows that I feel like at any point I could, I could convince myself yeah. very easily to sit down and watch an episode. Cause I know as soon as I watch that first episode, I'm in and yeah. I, it may be slow. It's not going to be a watch five episodes a day or anything, but I'd be in pretty quickly. If you had to relate yourself to the, one of those characters, mm. I think for me I'd go with uh, what was his name, Ralphie, Ralphie Cifaretto. Yeah, Cifaretto. Yeah. Uh, hated horses. Shot one right in the head. <laughs> he did. That was, that was such a strange, such a strange part of the storyline. Um, so you, you mostly identify uh, with the guy who identify, killed a horse. Identify with the guy who killed a horse, and uh, was shacking up with Tony's sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, boy, I don't. That's a good question. What's your what, surprisingly? I've never. Well, we can leave I've it never, to the yeah, poll. I've never really I, thought about that. We just let's just narrow it down to you know anywhere between two and four or five options, and we'll put it. Yeah. We'll leave it to the audience here to decide which Sopranos yeah. character is Steve. Is there anyone that jumps out at you? Well, I think like what we talked me? about based on hair alone. We've Polly. got to put Polly. Yeah. Polly has to be on the list, and hmm. That's oh man, I, I'm man. I, I'm a big fan of Silvio, Silvio Dante. Of course, played by of course little Stephen Van Zant. Yep, the uh, part-time band member. Yeah, of Bruce Springsteen. Boy, which I mean, we could also post that as an open-ended question and see if people reply and just say which Sopranos character is Steve. And I think based on the hair, the uh, the old silver stripe. Mm-hmm. You, we might get a lot of Polly Walnuts. But yeah. I think in terms of personality, Polly was always displayed as the goofy guy. Uh, yeah, but Polly also been had... been in it forever. It's the, literally the... It, my my impression of Polly was that's the only thing he'd ever known. Polly, but see, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, equate myself with Polly because Polly had a real short fuse and... Yeah, I wouldn't either. The only that's why I'm is thinking the, is that the yeah that's why I'm thinking more Silvio because Silvio he was like he was the guy that you went to and said like look this needs to be done and he just said okay it's done and I mm-hmm. I, I feel like that that's more my personality like I'm a get stuff done kind of person right right you know? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get all caught up in the in the emotion of it it's like you got a task what do you need done no problem I got it like you very very rarely saw Silvio. Um, lose his mind or get flustered or anything. In fact, when I mean one of the greatest scenes in the in the series is when 
he whacks um oh god what's her name uh 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 the girlfriend or the fiance oh of, yeah what the hell is her name um I know exactly. Adriana. Adriana, yeah. Because I, you yeah. don't see it coming. He goes, picks her up. He drives her out into the woods. They and show the phone call with show, them earlier. He's coming to pick call. you up. He hops, like, he pulls over. And then it's like this, bam, complete person. She's crawling oh, boy, off the Second yeah. thought, I don't know if I want to be. <laughs> well, let me give you a fun third option. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe you can, uh, and I'll be interested to hear your thoughts here. Maybe Bobby Bacala. Oh, Bobby Bacala. You know, you're sitting down in your I house. Love, I love model trains. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. The guy's the hobby. He's a hobby guy. Yeah. He's he's really doing the mob thing because, I don't know, it's almost like he has to. Yeah, it's like it pays the bills. But all he it's wants not to his do. Ide- yeah, it's not his ideal career field. Yeah, but all he wants to do is set up his toy train. Yeah, like if right? somebody from Lionel were to come to him and say, hey, we need a regional manager, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'd, he'd leave the family. Yeah, and I think okay. he's doing it for money. Okay, and he's uh, and it's almost like you. You know, you you deal with the uh, the monkey slingers. Yeah, five days a week, yep. you grind it out. You grind now, it out. I don't know how you do it. Kudos to you. Now, but if I'm Bobby mm-hmm. and you're Ralphie, mm-hmm. does that put us in an awkward situation? Because I'm now married to your ex flame. Who, oh boy, who killed you? Well, I'm already a nut I mean, job. You're dead. Right. So yeah, I guess I guess the, <laughs> guess the issue's gone. <laughs> and again, uh, I believe didn't we make this joke a while ago? Did, you know, you can. I guess you can always come, you know, knock on top of my gravesite and ask if I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Ask for your blessing. Hey, no offense. I know you're dead, but I am trying to think of a fourth option. I like the three we have: Polly Walnuts, strictly based on the hair. Yeah, Silvio Dante and Bobby Bacala. Maybe Doctor Melfi. You know what? We'll keep the option open. <laughs> you know, we could always throw in Uncle June. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't really fit. I'd be closer to Uncle Junior. Yeah, Old, definitely. grumpy. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. hair gone. <sighs> See you later. Yeah. What about what? And, and excuse me for forgetting. Who was the... Um. The very handsome Italian guy who they implied that Carmela might be having an affair oh, Furio. with Furio. Yeah. Furio, that's right. Yeah. Obviously got sent back to Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he fit in here? Should we throw him on the list? Are no. you a Furio guy, a real enforcer, you know? Well, I mean, both of us lose out on that opportunity at the word handsome. Right. I mean, right. He, God, was, he was. God, he was a man, handsome. That ponytail was just. Honestly. It was so perfect. That, that skin complexion. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. The, the most accent. handsome man on oh, that whole God. show. Not even close. Not even, yeah. Uh, what about Chris Moltisante? Where do you find yourself in the no. uh, kind of the young, not the whippersnapper, but you know, you're you're at the no. heels of the of the the guy running the whole thing. No, Christopher was a little too impulsive for me. Okay, okay. I'm trying to go through and think of maybe even some more, uh, not bit characters, but maybe some character actors, maybe some people who. Uh, weren't weren't on the forefront. Hmm. Uh, we've got the entire uh, Artie Bucco. Art, oh, Artie Bucco, the restaurateur. <laughs> His lovely bride. What was her name? Charmaine. Charmaine. <laughs> who just, I think, not only hated Artie, uh, 
hated the restaurant, hated the Soprano oh, yeah, family. She was not a fan of Vesuvio at all. The implication was that her and Tony were a thing in high school or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Are you and her? You know what? That's option four. Artie Bucco. <laughs> that might be as close as we've gotten to a perfect poll. Yeah. So our <laughs> options for which Sopranos character is Steve, Polly Walnut, Silvio, Bobby Bacala, and Artie Bucco. <laughs> Can you put Dante? Can it can it at least be Silvio Dante? I forget, I, I'll oh, update it. I'll update God. it. Uh, and now I, I would like to post the same one for me. And I think we know yeah. uh, Ralphie Cifaretto would Ralphie. be option one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said who were we just implying with the uh, no hair? Wasn't that Artie? Oh, Artie Buco. That's yeah. right. And you're already on the list for yeah. him. I um, maybe do uh, Christopher. Christopher, okay. Christopher would fly off the handle pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that was part of the yeah. character trait, you know, mixing in drugs. Yeah. Um, had aspirations to be bigger. Oh, Uncle Junior. Ob- obviously, Uncle June off the handle. Um, hmm, I'm looking at a list of Richie April. Oh my gosh, you forget like, about the April family. Not like Richie. Uh, there anybody in the Leotardo family? Yeah, I mean, Phil. Are you a Phil guy? Probably not. Although I could see yeah. myself dying by getting my head popped off at a gas station. <laughs> it sounded like a freaking watermelon getting run over by a car. That <laughs> What a scene. What a sequence. Yeah. Anyway, this is a long-form way of saying if you've never indulged and enjoyed in the 60-some-odd hours that is The Sopranos, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go back. Enjoy it from start to finish. Uh, different time and place in film or television history Mm -hmm. an absolute top to bottom delight absolutely i think maybe as option four maybe i'll put uh big pussy oh my gosh i was gonna put anthony no no you're not an anthony guy Mm. i guess that's good i i i hated him (laughs) oh god did i hate him i don't yeah i hated that character and i'm finding a hard time uh differentiating between him and the real life yes a real life person. Oh boy, I was going about to put the real name of the actor named Big Pussy. Turns out when you search that, does not come up what you would think. Uh, it's Pussy Bumpin' Cerro. That's right, Salvatore. Yeah, Salvatore. There's B-O- no way that many letters are going to fit. <laughs> so we're going with the nickname after all. Okay. Boy, well, I, I think we know. <laughs> I wonder which one's going to win. <laughs> Oh man, that was a nice stroll down memory lane there. Yeah, and th- so the, yeah, this has made me think though. Hearing this news and uh, listen, he was seventy-eight. He wasn't a spring chicken. Yeah, and like you had said, you saw him. It was not that long after the Sopranos was had ended, and he had aged quite substantially. Yeah, and was showing it a little bit, which happens. He was in his seventies. Yeah. So, um, anytime news like this hits, though, I don't know if you get the same way, even with. Uh, movie actors too. It makes me want to go rewatch mm-hmm. a lot of their movies. James Con passed away this yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's pretty normal. That's why you always see whenever an actor dies or yeah. a musician dies, you see that their movies are spiking on yes. Netflix or their music downloads have been have been through the roof. So that's that's a pretty normal thing, I think. This has made me want to go back though now and re, re uh, revisit the James Con mm-hmm. history, the catalog. Yeah. And rewatch The Godfather. Yeah. And oh, 
it's it's weird because it's not I would be curious how generationally people take these these deaths because I you know my parents weren't big movie guy or movie mm-hmm. people or celebrity people we're not that far away Steve from a lot of kind of our generation yeah of some of these big time actors passing away finding the old five, five galloner giving it a drop kick Tom Cruise is 60 Tom Cruise will not die though he's, but you look at him he's a Scientologist at, he's yeah. got the like the Phaeton energy or Phaeton energy well, yeah, and the blood called. of the innocent coursing uh-huh. through his veins yeah. as everybody yeah, he knows in volcanoes That's right he uh, bathes in red wine every night because that keeps your uh, body and skin healthy mm-hmm. yeah and you would look at him. Obviously, you don't guess he's 60, no. but he's 60 doing his own stunts. Is there going to be a switch for Tom Cruise where you see him and then you're like, oh, hey, he's 73. Yeah, I wonder if he'll be one of those guys that when he retires, he just disappears, you know, and you don't hear hmm. about him. You don't see him. I don't think he will be. Like, remember when um, uh, Bob Barker retired from uh, right. from The Price is Right? Is Bob still with us? I don't think so. I don't remember losing Bob. It, it's very similar to like, I remember um, I barely remember because it, not because it was not because I was super young, but because it was just completely not something that I cared about. But when Johnny Carson retired from the tonight show, yes, you did not see him at all anywhere. It's strange. He retired. He did his thing. Yes. And then the next time you heard about him was when he died. And you got the impression that he based on the way he acted afterwards, he didn't like doing the Tonight Show. Yeah, he just it's did weird, not huh? like the attention to like the yeah. celebrity and died. You know, Letterman's the same way. Like, yes. you hear Letterman talk about um, how he looks back at stuff that he did and he's yeah. embarrassed by it, and he 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 wishes he hadn't done it, wishes he had done it completely differently, which is always weird for me to hear because the reason that you're able to do these cool things now, like where you're you're doing your one hour deep interview shows is because of the success you had doing your show for what, 30 years or whatever on CBS. So it's always weird for me to hear celebrities say, man, I'm really embarrassed by that. Or I, I look back on that movie that I did or that show that I did. And it, you know, it embarrasses me. It's like, right. that, that kind of feels like kind of feels unfair. It feels like a slap in the face to the people that were sure. fans of you throughout that whole time. And But it feels like the only time you hear that also is from someone, you know, the level of like a Scott Bayo who's trying to sell a book. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not, I, for the most part, you're not going to get Tom Hanks going to trash. It was Mork and Mindy, right? No, that was uh, Robin Williams. That's right. Robin Williams. But you're not going to get. Um, was Tom, Tom what Hanks was Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks was in a TV Oh, he was show. on uh, Bosom Buddies. That's right. I don't think you're going to get Tom Hanks. And if he ever wrote an autobiography, you know, about his career, he's not going to go back and trash that. stuff. No, I don't think he would. No, he'd probably say that he looks back on it fondly, but realizes that it's not, uh, you know, it's not award winning work. But not everything's the height of not everything has yeah. to be the height of cinema and the height of television mm-hmm. and entertainment. Right. Not yeah. everything's meant to go make or win awards. Yeah. Some things are out there just remember, for people to enjoy. I remember hearing uh, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, however mm-hmm. you pronounce it. He was mm-hmm. talking about some movie that he did. I think it was one of the Transformer movies mm-hmm. and referring to it as a picture. That is not a picture. That is, that's somebody who's a little too serious about what they're doing. Like 
Gone with the Wind was a picture. Sure. I think The Godfather was a picture. You running around with a Camaro that turns into a robot. Yeah. That's not a picture. Right. That's a movie. There's it, a big difference. It's it's always aggravating to hear the artsy people talk like that and refer yeah. to what they do as that. And I'm like, man, you were running away from a green tennis yeah. ball on a stick. Exactly. It's one thing if it's this like deep introspective movie right. and it's like they obviously had to get into character. But yeah, you you were talking to your car. Yeah, and especially <laughs> and, and like running around with Megan Fox. That's right. right. And in that regard, Shia LaBeouf was third billing in terms of what people were going to see that movie yeah. for. One A being the gigantic car transforming robots. Mm-hmm. One B being Megan Fox leaning over a car hood working on the car. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere down near four to five yeah. is Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I think that somebody who is similar is Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel yeah. seems to take what he does very seriously. Do yeah. you remember the um it was when P. Billy Four died? Of course, Paul Walker. When he died during the right, we lost him during the filming of Fast and the Furious. I think it was seven. Eight. It was eight, seven or eight, and then so they finished it. Obviously, that must have been a very emotional thing for for them to finish shooting the movie with like body doubles and his brother mm-hmm. stepping into the role and like CGI and everything. But then Vin, Vin Diesel saying that he thinks it's going to win an Academy Award. Come on, man! <laughs> I mean. It may have been a good movie, and it, look, you cannot take away from the success of that movie franchise at all. It's made, like, billions of dollars. Right. It, you, it's impossible to argue there are popcorn movies that people yeah. have fun at. You're, uh, I mean, sure, the movies have probably won a ton of awards for visual effects and, and well, CGI-type stuff. I'm but, sure they won an MTV Movie Award. No right, question about it right. along the way. But it's not going to win Best Picture. Right, you haven't been nominated for a Golden Globe, which you can pretty much buy a Golden Globe. Right. And that just goes to show mostly, whoever's making them doesn't really care. No. They're still making a billion dollars at a time. Yeah, they want money. Yeah, that's it. That's all they want. What's worth more? Tiny fake gold statue? Mm Mm-hmm. Or a billion dollars? (laughs) I don't know. Let's go ask the makers of every Marvel movie ever. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, my one-minute Marvel movie review coming up in... Just a little bit for uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm nervous. I went, um, I I did not take your advice. I did not do the multiple, multiple watch, multiple night watch. Oh, okay. I watched it. That was the plan. Uh But I sat down and I started watching it. And at a normal time or? What's that? At a normal time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. At a normal time. I thought I was going to split it up. And then timing wise, it just worked out. And I was able to watch the entire thing straight through. And I'm glad that I did because there's a lot going on in that movie. There's a lot to unpack. Every, yeah. Everything, everybody's separated. Mm-hmm. And just like they were in Infinity War, we'll get to that uh, coming up because I have, I am greatly concerned. Oh, no. Was, well, not greatly concerned. Nervous about your Nervous review about and how it's going to go. Okay. Uh, always, as usual, had a conversation with a town drunk, Rusty. Sure, sure. About uh, what we think is coming from you this week. Oh boy, I'm interested to hear. So maybe after no, I do my no, no, none of it's nice. After I do my review, maybe you then tell me what you think 
my my rating will be sure. or maybe before before everything because i don't want to i don't want to tip my hat to you at all we more we less do you want to just do that we could do that right now if you want we could get to the review we can hit it in a second yeah okay. we we less talk about what we think your rating's going to be mm-hmm. and it's much more of just a direct how do you phrase it character assassination of you of me yeah yeah because we we work ourselves up to a fevered pitch, uh-huh. and this is still dating back to Infinity War, and okay. I don't know if I'm going to get over that soon or ever. We did amend that, though, right? No. I thought that we went back and amended it last week. No, I think we it. were... Well, you you said you had a little bit more regard I've thought about it. it more, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that um, a lot of... I think part of the reason I wasn't as, like, surprised or affected by it mm-hmm. is because I have the hindsight of knowing that those characters are back in other movies. Sure. So to right. me, so, yeah, so you, you, you always knew, even though you may not have known what happened right in the five or four years since that movie has come out, you've seen previews, you know, there's another movies with Spider-Man well, in it. Well, I knew that they're like the Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. I knew that that came out. So when he disappeared at the right. end of Infinity War, I was like, all right, well, I mean, he obviously comes back. Right. Because, so I think if I had seen it when, when it, it came, came out, out yeah. when it came out, I'm sure, and I'm sure that that's the same with all of my reviews. Mm-hmm. It would have been much different. I'm interested to see when I finally get to see one of the movies in a theater. So yeah. uh, God willing, it'll be Thor. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. In about four to six weeks, whenever it's, we catch up to it. It's going to be different because I take notes as I'm watching all of these yeah, movies. Don't, please don't do that. No, like I, I'll sit there and I, I watch for 10 or 15 minutes and then I may pause for a minute, make a couple notes. Oh, man. I am. I don't know. It, it's going to be close that we that you're able to see Thor Love and Thunder. It should still be in it. It might be in one of those corner movie theaters with, mm-hmm. you know, 45 seats in it because it yeah. will be. You still have summer movies yeah. coming out. I can get so like they a, to make room, like a double feature with like some porno playing. Yeah, or yeah, right. <laughs> this will be coming out. That episode will be coming out on August thirty. So as of now, I think what you're implying that we're going to be planning for people if they want to come join the ride, yeah. you want to come see Steve's third ever Marvel mm-hmm. movie live as he sees it. And granted, most people there will probably already have seen it. Have oh, yeah. a little uh, podcast outing. Yeah. And it'll be the weekend of August 27 or 28. Yeah. By the way, we have totally forgotten to respond to Tony. Tony had sent us a message because oh, yes. their podcast is doing something similar. And he's like, maybe we can join forces and do that. We're, like, we're just going to see a movie. Yeah, there's no forces. Yeah. Uh, I'm not setting anything up here. <laughs> if you, if uh, you'd like to um, join us for the yeah. movie and the, the, the drinks out, cool. But that is as official as it gets. Yeah, here, here's the, far, the furthest we're going on planning. With, I promise, at least two weeks, we'll give you notice on date and time. Mm-hmm. We'll have a day, we'll have a movie time, and we'll have the theater location picked out. Yeah. And we well, will do, we will, we will base that on what is the most convenient yeah. for me yeah, and for you. Presumably, it'll be that Saturday. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. August 27. Um, I, I can't fathom you wanting to do a, a midweek show. Let me see, because I... You know, another thing we could also do if you really wanted to amp up the, the, the fun 
is I'm sure we could reach out and see if we could rent a theater, Steve, mm. at a little bit more cost to you and I. Mm. Uh, could dig into the coffers, maybe, or just pay out of our own pocket. I could do 26th. I could do 27th. Actually, I could do 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st. But we've got to record for this to be caught mm. up and released on the 30th. Okay, okay. All right, so yeah, let's look at 26, 27, somewhere okay. in there. Even 28. I'm good with 28. It will be one of those dates at a local movie theater, uh, time exactly to be determined again this is all going to be based on what is the most convenient yeah for us but we'll leave notice and we'll, we will make sure we give as much notice as humanly possible mm-hmm. for whenever they un- unveil these times for that weekend we'll, we'll make a facebook know. event and everything yeah. because it would be nice if we're if we're going to have a few people and it would be cool to kind of if we're going to meet at a, like a restaurant or something right for drinks just kind of give them a head count right we um, will um we will Give as much notice as humanly possible. But yes, please come join us for Thor Love and Thunder, August 26 or 27. We'll get back to you um, mm-hmm. with more specifics as we get closer. Yeah. And then, Steve, it's the waiting game until the next Marvel movie. Yeah. When is it? November? I believe it's November, typically uh, Thanksgiving-ish. So it will be... This will, uh, this will easily be, by far, the most amount of movie. I mean, it already is, by far, mm-hmm. the most amount of movie as I've seen in a calendar year. But by the end oh, of yeah. this year, I'll be at 32. Two movies, Ooh. roughly? 32, 33 movies? Just steamrolling through them. Mm-hmm. Again, this started January 11, 2008's Iron Was Man. Was that the first one? And today we are 11 years later, as you're going to review here shortly, 2019's Avengers Endgame. It's funny, I'm getting oddly excited when, uh, before I start each movie, I, I look it up, I make sure that uh, I have the... The year written down, mm-hmm. and I'm, the fact that I'm so close to being yeah. in this decade. Yeah, you're I'm, almost. I'm excited. Well, and you're about to find you're you're going to be in this decade after next week because there's zero 2020 movies. Right. Yeah. Because of, the pandemic. of COVID, so they bumped yeah. everything to 2021, uh-huh. and we're going to be caught up to Black Widow in two weeks. Uh, as that was 2021. All right. Before we move on, though, um, look if you have an idea for a great new podcast. I mean, granted, we don't want the competition because it seems like everyone does podcasts. But if you do, maybe all the ideas are gone. If you have a great idea for a podcast, you can bring your idea to life. Start your podcast today with the service that we use that you download this podcast from. It's called Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. Our podcast has been on Libsyn for, I think, about five and a half, six years or so. And uh, we absolutely love it. That's right, Steve. Libsyn has everything you're going to need to start today. You can plan launch, and grow your very own podcast with Libsyn. They provide some of the best resources created by the expert podcasters who have been doing this forever. And they're going to show you everything you need to know, what equipment you need to use, how to record good audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts and other platforms, and so much more. Plus, as a friend of ours, the Steve and Kyle podcast, because we... We, we consider you all to be very, very close friends. When you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting absolutely free. Just be sure to tell them that you heard about it from Steve and Kyle. That's right. We pulled some strings over there at Libsyn, uh-huh. and there's never been a better time than right now to get for you to start your podcasting adventure. Visit Libsyn.com. Use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Use code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. Get started. Create your very own podcast today. All right. So do we get right into the movie review or what exactly? No, no, no. Steve, Steve, Steve. We have to tease. Oh, no. What is going to be 
a very special episode. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> How could I forget? I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to forget, but... <laughs> for the third time ever, <laughs> in an official capacity for the second time ever only, we are going to have, and the first time in this beautiful box of a studio we've mm-hmm. got here. 90 square feet. And I got to tell you... Eight if, foot ceilings. If I had to estimate, I'd have told you 95. That's how spacious it no. feels in here. Well, that's what a stooge would do. But the that's, man who built the place... That's what a real idiot who can't count would estimate. The man that built the place knows that this room's 10 by 9. So 90... Exactly. It's pretty close. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are in quite a cube. <laughs> For the first time ever in APS 4.0, we are going to have... A live guest. That's right. I mean, it could be a star of stage and screen. Uh huh. Maybe a music fellow, recording maybe a fellow artist. podcaster. Uh, you maybe know, a fe- a, maybe a comedian. Uh huh. A stand up in town. We're bringing them in. Or maybe a accountant of some sorts. Friend of the show. <laughs> nay, family of the show. Family of the show. Our very own brother Mike is going to be visiting yeah. in about a month, and I guess yeah. Well, boy, Mike hasn't heard it here, but yeah, Mike, you're gonna be, we're gonna be we're all gonna be doing an episode together in a we month. Are. Yeah, he, I, he doesn't know that yet. I think that he was expecting that at some point. We had we've talked about it many times. Before. Absolutely, uh, they haven't been out here to visit in a couple of years, but they're going to be out here for kind of a long weekend. I think like a Thursday to a Monday. Right. And, yeah, you're uh, dragging them out here due to your. Um, Wandering nether regions, which have created another life in this house. <laughs> oh, boy. Sounds so romantic the way that you... Well, listen, if there's one romantic relationship I know, <laughs> it's the Stephen and that marriage, which, as we've joked about for, honest to goodness, years. Yeah. Was, uh, had begun on the loveliest honeymoon mm-hmm. where a bellhop was singing a song as... Boxers were kicked across the room mm-hmm. so Steve could go sit in the tub and look at garage door openers. Look, I, I still maintain it was a good idea. Got a very good deal on them. Listen, you can't literally spend five or seven nights in Sandals, Jamaica doing nothing but making babies. Right. So looking for garage door openers is fine. Look, I just think there's it's some downtime. There's just, some downtime. I just find it funny that you're by a beach or a pool or whatever. And you're Amazoning Ryobi garage door openers. I will never mm-hmm. not love that yeah. story of the celebration of your marriage. Fantastic deal. But that. anyway, Brother Mike is going to be joining yes. us live in studio here. Yeah. We're going to talk all things Springsteen, all things Sopranos, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All things uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. All things. We're going to cover it all. All things family hair. How'd you keep it? <laughs> both of you. To hell with both of you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing my brother and I have in common, both have a fine head of hair. But does that, I don't think, it, I'm not trying to get too personal. Is, that, is it, you guys have back hair? Does it just scroll all the way down? Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't think so. Were you like 12 with that, you know, everybody's looking at you like, oh boy, he's already got black hair on his arms and he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, 11 years no, old. No, no, I think. Uh, so normal amount of hair for both of you guys? Yeah, normal amount, I would say. Yeah, I'll get verification from him when he's here. I'll okay. ask him to yeah. make sure you're not lying. You're not taking those. I'll, I'll leave the room. Yeah, for a few you're not. Le- you're not leaving the taking those uh, clear white tape strips 
<laughs> and stripping them down your back to get rid of your back hair. That's going to be a strange, uh, strange episode. That's right. Brother Mike in studio coming mm-hmm. up next month. I am I am very much looking forward to this. And I, I am. Think, I'm excited too. I think I am much more excited than you. I'm thinking about clearing Absolutely. my entire calendar to, the do whole as, time? to do as much as possible that yeah. we can with uh, with Brother Mike. Okay. Indulge in uh, whatever sporting events going on at the time. Go out to some bars, have some drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know your brother's a, a cigarman. Maybe he I, is a cigarman. Maybe I could share in a stogie with him. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't care if you're around for any of it. I was going to say I didn't didn't seem like I was invited. So I'm I'm uh, essentially let me, in my let me mind. know how it goes. I guess uh, I don't know. Maybe someone will be here with the kids. I couldn't care less. <laughs> Not yours. Someone watching them sounds good. But this is going to be very exciting. So first time family's been out here. They well, not family, but mm. they have been out here. You said in a couple of years. Yeah, my um, they haven't been out here since. Uh, it's probably going to be almost three years at that point. They were out here around the time that Evelyn was born. That's like right. Within the first month or two months that uh, that she was here. That's right. And as you just said a few minutes ago, it took the wandering nether regions to bring them back to the great state of Michigan mm-hmm. uh, to get them back here for the first time in a few years. So the whole family's coming out. Whole gang, yeah. Now, have you gone by? Have you are you making any plans with the whole gang? Doing um, anything special? I know he's got. Not specifically when he's here, the family, but they've got, man, they're making this a nice road trip. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of baseball games on the way out. I think they're doing a baseball game in Pittsburgh because uh, they're coming out from uh, the Philadelphia right. area. So they're doing Pittsburgh, Cleveland, um, Cleveland and then Detroit. maybe Detroit. And Detroit. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're – well, like we just confirmed the dates within the last week or so. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really know what their plan is yet. And, uh, it's on our calendar, but we, we haven't discussed anything yet. Is that something that interests you? Would you, do you find yourself thinking maybe down the road, you'll do something like that with the Bulin wall, uh, baseball trip, maybe Evelyn. Yeah. But I figure for you, it'll have to be, you know, take you to the local Jeep Wreckham. <laughs> Right, where they just all smash jeeps together or something, right? Is that something that happens? We're going to follow the uh, the demolition derby right. circuit around the Midwest. Because that's the only place I can get people. Right. So it's just different towns in Iowa, <laughs> southern Indiana. Hey, Bulin Wall, you want to go watch trucks crash into trucks? Go ahead with Uncle Jimmy. That's you now. You not talk like that. Okay. I don't know why. Because you've now become one of them. But yeah. Right? So you don't... You don't have uh, a normal shirt. Nope. Everything is uh, stained. Yeah. Sleeves have been manually cut off. Yeah. Some kind of catchphrase on it. That's right. And you and the Bulin Wall yeah. are touring local Reckham shows. Yeah. I would say 70% of my t-shirts have two thumbs pointing at me <laughs> and says like, it starts with who's got two thumbs and yeah. likes and then insert whatever, you know, trucks, boobs, mm-hmm. uh, both. <laughs> Trucks and boobs. Who's got two thumbs and likes trucks and boobs? <laughs> and it's you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it helps to do some of these trips because I think a lot of people think of doing these trips with their dad or the other yeah, way. I, their, I did their, one of these trips with my dad. Did you? And I have questions for you then because you're not a baseball guy. You're not in general. You're not a sports. I guy. mean, you don't hate them. You're back not then. Act- back then I was a big baseball guy. Oh, okay. I loved it. Yeah. We went to, I uh, think Phillies guy. I think, yeah, I went to, I think we went to like six games in seven days at six different ballparks. Okay. So we saw a game in Pittsburgh at the old three river stadium, then 
Cleveland at what was Jacobs Field. I think it's still where they play now, but it was like the first yeah, the first be... year at Jacobs Field. Yeah, okay. Uh, we saw a game in Milwaukee at the old Brewer Stadium, uh, both parks in Chicago. Okay. And then Detroit at old Tiger Stadium. And I think that that was, I think that was it. So what's that? Six, yeah. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Chicago, Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit. Yeah, I think that was okay. it. And it was a blast. I loved it. That was like 1993 or 94. So I was 12 or 13 years old. It probably hits you a little bit differently when you're that age as well. Yeah, uh, it was and, cool. And it was a lot of fun. Now that you're older and you're, I mean, you don't follow baseball whatsoever, obviously, outside yeah. unless the Phillies are in the World Series and then you're an Uber fan. Right, yeah. And, which Go Mike Schmidt. That's right. Go Schmitty. Go uh, Steve Carlson. Go, go Crucky. <laughs> It was the Crucker. All right. Sorry. Was it Crucky? I talked about this uh, on the side gig last week. Out of nowhere, I had uh, something popped in my brain because, again, 1993, I was a huge Phillies fan. That was the year that the Phillies went to the World Series, played uh, the um, Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series, lost walk-off home run by right. by uh, uh, Joe Carter off of Mitch Williams. I mean, I was a huge fan that year. And I remember they had, at the end of the year, they have one of those, like, you know, home companion videos where it's like a video recap of the whole season. And we got it that year, and it was narrated by Harry Callis, mm. who was the late, legendary broadcaster yes. for the Phillies, and Lenny Dykstra. Oh, no. Their uh, center fielder, all-star center fielder that year. Well, with everything good. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, the video was called Whatever It Takes, Dude. And it was narrated by the two of them. And it was great. And I was like, man, I wonder if that's on YouTube or anything. And I looked it up. It is on YouTube. It's an hour long. And I sat there and watched the entire thing with baby Boolin Wall on my lap. I was rocking him because he was taking a nap. And we watched the entire story of the 1993 Philadelphia Phillies. What would be your... Because for a lot of people, this was a, it was called an E60, uh, which similar to a, night, a 30 for 30, just not yeah. as long. And they mm-hmm. air it on kind of Sunday morning on ESPN. They had one on the 1996, and excuse me if I'm wrong, Red Wings versus Avalanche. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rivalry that uh-huh. was absolute, an absolute blood yep. feud. Yeah, it's like a legendary rivalry. Yeah. And for me, I'm a casual observer of hockey now. I'm a fan, I suppose. But as I age... Sports become less of uber fandom for me and more of a gambling opportunity. <laughs> right. What is that era or team or rivalry or player for you that you need that you would say, hey, put the kids to bed. I'm, I'm busy. I'm sitting down. Is um, it the 93 Phillies? Is it something with the Flyers? 93 Phillies was big. Um, there was always the big like Flyers and... Rangers or Flyers and Devils rivalry, mm-hmm. um, Eagles Cowboys. Okay, they, like if they, I, I'd watch. I want to watch the one on the Red Wings and Avalanche, even though right. I didn't have a, a dog in the fight. That it, I watched the the trailer for it. It looked amazing. Yeah, and some things transcend regional, but a lot Boy. of those are very regional. You know, a lot of people don't like the Cowboys. Yeah, but Eagles fans hate the Cowboys. Hate the Cowboys. Would it go, how would it go if Brother Mike pulls in, I'm here, I'm handing out hugs, I'm crying. 
I've missed my brother. You get to see your nephews. You haven't seen them in it's been forever. A couple of years. If I have gift bags, personalized names on the back of Cowboys jerseys for the whole, for the boys. <laughs> it's funny. I actually have exactly that. I have a Cowboys t-shirt mm-hmm. personalized with my name on the back of As it. A, like a gag it gift? Was, no, it was a gift because uh, this was a couple of years ago for the side gig. It was the radio thing wasn't there. A couple of years yeah. ago for the side gig, the company that syndicates our radio show invited us to a um, kind of like a team building state yeah. of the union type couple of day thing. And we stayed at the star in Dallas, which is basically the city that Dallas Cowboys have built. They have their own. I mean, there's like a whole downtown area. There's the, like it's where the Cowboys practice facility is mm-hmm. hotels and everything. And our syndication company has a very close affiliation with them. Right. So we stayed there and they give us, you know, when you get there, you get like a little gift bag and it's got the, the itinerary of what you're doing for a couple of days. And then like a little, you know, a beer koozie with a logo on it and some tchotchkes with different participating right. sponsors. And since it was at the star and we got to tour the, um, uh, we got to go to the stadium, the, uh, what is it called? Where the Cowboys play, whatever. Well, Jerry they're... World is the nickname, but uh, in Arlington, I forget yeah, what it's just actually this, called. I mean, this behemoth. AT&T? AT&T Stadium. Okay. Massive stadium. And as a gift, they gave us all the blue t-shirts, Cowboys logo, our names on the back of it. And I opened that up and I was like, huh. even though I'm, I am, as you said, a casual at best sports fan yeah. right now. There's still like, even though I'm a very casual fan right now, there's still some things I will never wear. And it's a cowboy. <laughs> it's a Cowboys t-shirt. It goes back to, yeah. uh, there's videos that float around the internet of a uh, girl and boyfriend go to visit, you know, her dad for the first time ever, mm-hmm. or, you know, give a, have a, their newborn in a Cowboys Jersey and the grandpa yeah. won't touch them or something like that. Yep. Yep. And it's amazing how that kind of sits with you. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Uh, me, I don't care if you make me money at this day and age and I'm gambling on you. That's what I base my fanhood on. Sure. That's why I believe, I forget the listeners, this is years ago, sent me the uh, Wofford shirt because I had made money mm. gambling on Wofford. That's right. Was that a football team, a baseball team? Uh, basketball, any? you big basketball. idiot. The Wofford. My apologies. The Wofford. Terriers. Of course. I can edit out that rat-a-tat-tat of the keyboard. What do you mean? No, no, no. I'm typing up a poll. Well, it's going to be very exciting. Brother mm. Mike, family are going to be in tow. Uh, I am I am anxious to mm. uh, be able to hang out and do, record with them. And Look, big reason to tune in that week. Big reason to tune in. We get all the stories about Jet Steve, how dumb Mike thought that was. Because Mike's an accountant, yeah. right? Mike's not know. dumb. Oh, it's, it's something with... Mutual funds. Right. If I remember it, I broke the last job change to you regarding Brother Mike, however many years ago that was. Uh And I can't wait to say, granted, it's in hindsight, Mm -hmm. but when Brother Mike, however many years ago, found out that how old Steve bought? Uh, That would have been 23. 23 23 year old. Well, I remember that the jet ski was a brand new 07. So I would have been 25 or 26. 
The twenty. I can't wait to get his reaction when he found out. Maybe through the grapevine because I, don't, I think we asked him about it when we had him on. Well, he doesn't remember a lot of the stories really of you, but yeah. I want to know his honest thoughts as a financial guy because yeah. he's two years older than you. I'm uh, sorry, three, three years older. Yeah, so he's in his late twenties. Yeah, you know he probably had his. Career, you know he knew he's going to be in the numbers field when he at found that point, out. Yeah, at that point he was he was probably well settled into yeah. his his first job when he had found Maybe out second job. I don't know that his younger brother living in an apartment with not two nickels to rub together had gone and financed a sea <laughs> having ridden one like one time in my life. And the only reason I went and bought it is because a buddy of mine that I worked with went to he like the Atlantic city boat show was in yeah. town. So he's like, Oh, I'm going to go to the boat show this weekend. I was like, Oh cool. Do you, are you getting a boat? And he's like, nah, I just, we got free tickets from the radio station or something like yeah. that. He's like, I'm just going to go with my wife. And then on the next Monday he's like, dude, I bought this jet ski and I was like, well, I'm going to buy one too. Immediately went and bought one in the pantheon of Steve stories that I, I I love and will relive until the day I die. Mm -hmm. And at my either, whichever one of us uh, finds the old five gallon urn first kicks it. The other one I need to the story told. Like if you, if, if you die before me and I'm, at your funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm on the list. I'm going up there. Tell the story about when you made a net cry and the drywall, the drywall and the time yeah. that you bought a jet ski <laughs> to commute to the, <laughs> to a storage unit to go to the ocean for like an hour a week for six months, an hour a week. I would be thrilled if I had an hour a week on again. Water? Again, I sold it. After three summers of owning it, and it had 17 hours of runtime on it. That's just amazing. I mean, I've sold it for $100 more than what I owed on it. So, in theory, technically, I did make a profit off of it. But when you add up all the storage fees and everything, because I had to get a storage unit to to store it in. Because, again, I lived in an apartment and owned a jet ski. This is this dates back in, on this podcast to the old was second chance Jeep successful discussion um, because you sold it for a profit, but you held on to it for 50 calendar weeks. Uh, but we did in that case, though, uh, I, ma- I maintain because we we didn't pay for storage. If we had paid for storage, right. we, we just stored well, it. In, physically, you made a profit. There's we, no question. Yeah. Yeah, right? but we stored it in, uh, you know, Chris's grandmother's driveway or yard uh, shed for <laughs> for a year. So, yeah. Just amazing. So, yeah, that'll mm. be coming up next month. A lot of questions, a lot of discussion for Brother Mike. And if it ends up going long, maybe we split it and uh, can have a second discussion with yeah. him before he leaves. Maybe we'll we do a release. stream if he's here, like, on a Friday That's night. That's not a bad that'll, idea. That would be a fun time. That would be nice. We could get together. Um, you know, obviously, the kids will be, I don't care. And we'll be... <laughs> We can sit down here and do our thing yeah. uh, here in APS 4.0. Uh, Steve, we have a couple of things to get to, and I apologize. We've we've blown past the clock. We're going to lose Robert here very, very soon. Oh, yeah, a matter of minutes. So my apologies. He will not get to hear your thoughts on Avengers Endgame. Oh, I have to um, – apologies in advance. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that I might go – 10, maybe 15 seconds long on this Over one. a minute? It was a, yeah, it was Three a Three-hour movie. As you know, a long yeah. movie. Um, yeah. You know, I tried to consolidate my thoughts, make them as concise as possible, but there's mm-hmm. a good chance. I might I might just need that extra 10, yep. 10 to 15 seconds. We'll see what we can do. The timer is not very forgiving. Mm. Before that, though, I was hoping you could step out. Oh, yeah. And maybe because it's been a week, 
we will go ahead and shoot and release a little update video um, and release that on social media here this week mm. because I need to have my conversation this week. Yeah. All right. Well, let me, let me get out of here. Well, I haven't seen him roaming around. Usually I can smell the patchouli and <laughs> I couldn't smell it on the way I'll, in this I'll see morning. If I, I'll see if I can find yeah, it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Just because hang tight. as as we all know, for the and by all Fair I mean five. for the second time, I need to check in. Is he just sitting on the couch out there? Oh, thank goodness! Thank you for waiting. It's time for me to check in on my beard beard formation with the beard father. Beard father, how are you today? Good. I don't have a lot of time though. Oh. You've got like an appoint doctor's appointment. Everything okay? Or today, the, today's the day of my daughter's wedding. Oh, you got to be. How many daughters do you have? I have many daughters. Not a lot of time. And they all did they they decided to get chain married. I got a group rate. Same venue, different people, consecutive weeks. I get it. So. I'm thrilled that you're able to take the time. It seems like it's a pretty busy day. I don't day. have a lot of time. As I told you, today, the day of my daughter's wedding. May I ask, what's the uh, what's the spread like? A lot of shrimp. I was going to assume cold cuts. I got a group rate. So I've heard. It's been a week, Beard Father. This is the second week now. I have been growing out the beard. I took your uh, Beard Fatherly advice just yesterday. And I, I decided to trim up on the chin <laughs> and down on the cheeks using, uh, obviously, your recommendations of uh, shaving. <laughs> and as the Beard Father, you're the only person who can offer such sage advice. How does it look? Any recommendations going forward for this next week of of beard growth? Turn to the side. Turn to the other side. I will tell you that today, the day of my daughter's wedding. God's sake, I don't know why that ties into my beard. I will offer you this advice and also my opinion. Continue to not shave. It looks okay. A ringing endorsement, actually. I can only thank you as I, I continue on this journey. Now I must leave. Oh, God. Yeah, somewhere to be? Today is the day of my daughter's wedding. Oh, can I just give you one? Just one? Absolutely not. Goodbye. Just begging you. Just. Beard Father, wait, wait, wait. Just. Please. Don't go by the toll. Don't do the toll booth today. Also, skip the orange. You don't need it. It's not worth it. And he's gone. He's gone. Things go well? He was a little abbreviated today. Oh. He seemed like he was I, preoccupied. I know he was busy today. I think, uh, I think I heard him say on the way in. Oh, of course. He still needed. His daughter gets married today. You believe that? The, his second daughter. Yeah. 
I didn't. Well, I don't to, know. I mean, it, look, it's not a lot is known about the Beard Father. He no. may have many daughters. He may. This may be the fifth one that's gotten married. We we've just known him for uh, the couple of weeks that his two current daughters are getting married. That was. Listen, I'm always a little bit nervous talking to the Beard Father because you know he could have me killed. He's a he's he's a big guy. Yeah, I, you guys were passing ways on the door on the way in and out, mm-hmm. and I tried to tell him to you know. Don't go to the toll booth today. Mm. I guess that's not him, though. Mm. The sun. (laughs) Skip it. It's a big day. Big day here on the podcast. This is a pretty big culmination right here. Is this the the culmination? No, no, no. There's still one more. One more in uh, phase four. In phase three. Three, three, three. Sorry, yes. Phase three. In phase three, one more movie in phase three that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Which is the uh, 2019 Spider-Man Far? 2019, yeah. They all. Uh, this will be. This will wrap up our 2019 campaign. You got the DVD for me? I will. Uh, oh boy! Negotiate a handoff of that here soon this week. That is. Is that it? Did we? It, is it over? Did I? Am I 22 movies in? Hang on, let me, for not. I've got a backup for you. We you got. Steve, your luck. What do you got? Spider-Man No Way or Far From Home is streaming. Okay. You just need to watch it with commercials on FX. Oh. Like the like the former generation. You know, when you'd all sit down for the Friday night movie. <laughs> right. You know, on ABC. And they try to shoehorn as many ads into that as yeah, possible. Yeah, and if there's a hint of boob, it gets edited <laughs> out. <laughs> Turned into like a potato chip or yeah. something. Okay. The symbol to All the right. F word is now, you know, All right. like pony. Wait, now, who... Spider-Man, the the actor to portray Spider-Man changes, doesn't it? At some point? Aren't there multiple people who played Spider-Man? Or am I thinking of the Sony movies? You're thinking or... of the Sony movies. So you're dating, you're going back to the original trilogy with uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Directed by Sam Raimi. Those are the trilogy that formed my love of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They could not come to terms on a fourth Spider-Man film, although they were way deep into production. I'm glad you asked. And so they decided to reboot it entirely where they cast Andrew Garfield and went Sony exclusive. And that's really, if you wanted to pinpoint where Sony started going wrong in the superhero industry, it would probably be the amazing Spider-Man. father back in. I think that I need to ask him a favor. Anyway, Today, he's the day the... Of his, his daughter's wedding. Today's literally the only day outside of last week that you can ask him for that favor. So, yeah, if you're counting, this is the third incarnation of Spider-Man. If you really want to get picky, not let's talk 1970s television show. Okay, this week, 2019's Avengers Endgame. This is a big one. I am... I'm nervous. The town drunk and I have had okay. extensive conversation about how we're already mad at you. Well, look, there is nothing that I want more in my mm-hmm. life than to make you two idiots happy. Well, try then. <laughs> For just one of these. Please. Give a damn okay. and try. So, All Steve, right. your review, officially, the culmination of what had been building for 11 years, mm-hmm. 2019's Avengers Endgame. Again, apologies if I go 5, 10, max 15 seconds longer. This was a long movie, three hours and five minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Hawkeye's whole family disappears. Damn you, Thanos. 
Tony and Nebula are just floating through space after Thanos erased half the universe, but Carol shows up and saves them. She brings them back to meet up with the other remaining Avengers. Things are still a bit testy between Tony and Cap. Uh, get over it, guys. It's been like nine movies. Carol and the remaining Avengers team up to find Thanos and uh, get the stones back and reverse all the chaos they find him camping out in a hut on some planet. He claims that he destroyed the stones. Thor cuts his head off. Mm. I think Thor has some anger issues. Five years later, a rat walking through a storage place steps on a steps on the one button that was needed to be pressed for Ant-Man to come back from the quantum realm. He's super confused because, well, half the world is gone. He wants to turn the quantum realm into a time machine, but they need Tony's help. Tony, hard pass. He's like living in a cabin somewhere. Mm -hmm. Seems pretty happy. He's got a daughter now. The Hulk is in, though. Side note, the Hulk is now half Hulk, half Mm -hmm. Banner. Yeah. That one, I I feel like that was... Was that 15 seconds? Do you accidentally have that sped up, maybe? Maybe. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. Okay, go ahead and fix that. There we go. Then Tony sees a picture of him and Peter Parker. He's back in. Tony solves time travel in about two seconds. Hulk and Rocket go to find Thor. He's not looking too good these days. Hawkeye comes back to test out time travel, and it works. The gang splits up to get the stones back. Tony finds the blue thing, the Tesseract, but then screws up when trying to get it back, and past Loki gets it. Uh, Cap runs into past Cap, has a fight, and then... They talk about his butt a lot. His American ass, I mean. Sorry. This is getting very back to the future Bruce gets the time stone from the Ancient One. Nebula gets all entangled with past Nebula. Thanos is onto them. Rhodey and Nebula get a stone. Tony and Cap go back to 1970 and get the blue thing. Tony even sees his pops. Aw, that made me feel a little bit. Cap sees Peggy. Didn't even say, hey, what's up? Pretty rude, Cap. Natasha sacrifices herself for Hawkeye. A soul for a soul, as the red dude said. They have all the stones, but no Nebula. That frowny face. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are we? Thirty-five seconds in. Yeah, you've still got about twenty to twenty-five left. So you're do- you're in a hurry. Hulk puts on the glove with all the stones, snaps his fingers, and fixes what Thanos did. Just as that happens, past Nebula opens up the portal, and Thanos and the gang show up to raise some hell. Cap, Tony, and Thor go at it with Thanos and kill him for good, or try to kill him for good. Nebula and past Gamora team up and take out past Nebula. Cap just picked up Majorlanon. What the hell? Did I just witness? Just when it seems like all is lost, fire holes start opening up everywhere. It worked. All of the dead people are back, including all of the once dead Avengers. Black Panther, Groot is there, but most importantly, Wong is back. Wong, everybody. baby. <sighs> Between Clint, Black Panther, Wanda, Spidey, and Carol, the stones get volleyed around quite a bit, but Thanos ultimately gets them. Ooh, big bummer. Psych! Tony swoops in and pulls the old magician stealing your watch trick, gets the stones, turns all of the bad dudes into dust, including Thanos. (sighs) Took a toll on him, though. Tony is... Cap fulfills the promise to return the stones to the past, but then he doesn't come back. Well, he does, but he's like 100 years old. He decided to stay in the past and live with Peggy. Okay, I'll be honest, that got me a little bit. Ah, He passes off the shield, and Falcon is the new Captain America? And that, everybody, was 2019's Avengers Endgame. Woo! Yes! This is what it's been building to since yeah. January 10. For me, I've enjoyed all the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch them all, see them all, th- whatever. This is the one, though, 
that it all built to and was building to. Yeah. This is a big one, man. That was, there was a lot, so much a lot to take in, in that movie. And if I could, if I could say so myself, pretty well balanced considering the multitude of characters, I think between infinity war and Endgame, the way it was balanced with having one bajillion heroes with so many different stories to mm-hmm. still feel like they were all impactful in their own way was so beautifully done by the Russo brothers in these two movies. Absolutely beautiful way to do it. I appreciated it because it was split up as a uh, as a non-Marvelsman. Yeah. Well, you listen, you're 22 now. It was split up in a way that made it easily digestible for me. Yeah. Yeah, I... You know, I think the original theory was do these not back to back, but a year apart. Mm-hmm. And they were a year apart, but they still wedged in two movies in between Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp and Captain Marvel, which, you know, they had to mm-hmm. to show Ant-Man being end up being key to this, which is kind of surprising in that regard. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Carol being key yeah. to it as she comes back and uh, flies through Thanos' ship. And takes yeah, it down boy. Yeah, good. she kicked some ass there. That was cool. There she, are, yeah, because she had she basically was like, "Hey, hey, I'm here, but not really. I got like a million other planets so, to look after." So irritating, though. <laughs> just so irritating. And I like Captain Marvel as a character, and oh, but my god, what? Like that, Thor chops Thanos' head off. Yeah, that was surprising. And then she just walks away, and she's yeah. like, "All right, see you guys," and like. You know, six years or whatever yeah. if you need me. That was really surprising. I loved it. I feel like that first 15 to 20 minutes was so breathless in terms of, you one, you don't know what's going to happen because you know it's picking up after the events of, you know, the blip is what it ends up being called. Mm-hmm. And to see Thor so upset about how he yeah. didn't mishandle but about himself, how he wasn't able to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or to stop it when it happened five or years or months prior. And without hesitation, lobs off his head. Yep. And you see Rocket, what did you just do? I went for the head and he walks out and you just know that he's been severely damaged by his inability to stop what happened. Yeah, it's crazy how in hindsight it seems like it was pretty easy to kill Thanos. Well, broken down. He said using the stones. Yeah. Absolutely killed him. Yeah. And as you saw when the Hulk did it, you know, he he spent the rest of the movie with a sling on because yeah. it so ruined his arm. Yep. Uh, you see the emotional devastation on Black Widow mm-hmm. early on as she's trying to feels like she still needs to save everything. And she can't because yeah. there's not much. The, the big thing's gone. They lost, yeah. as Tony says repeatedly. We lost. We yep. lost. Yeah. And she has the line like, if I don't if, if I don't do this, who will? Like, just what about no one this was such for mm-hmm. a comic book movie for me goosebump inducing because of the character depth they provided along the way hawkeye yeah. handling it one way Tony yeah, did he sink, become like a vigilante a vigilante assassin <laughs> just murdering criminals and you see tony handling it one way kind of quitting and not wanting to be a part of the hero game yeah. or the world at all. Mm-hmm. You see Nat feeling like she needs to save the world still yep. when they already lost it. Just, I love it. Everybody in a different phase after what happened, because you see, and I think we talked about it after infinity war. I blame it on all of their little bit of selfishness. Mm-hmm. You see star Lord in, in infinity war. Can't bring himself to 
do what he needs to do and then interrupts Thanos with the gaunt when they have the gauntlet almost off mm-hmm. and uh Doctor Strange not giving up the stone at the start. All yeah. of these little things and then you see everybody fundamentally changed as a ramification of what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely adored this movie on rewatch and Steve, I know what you're thinking and I will cried like a baby. Did you? Absolutely cried again. Okay. Uh the Tony scene at the end unbelievable. Yeah. Where he snaps, he falls falls aside. <laughs> I just like the first time you see Spider-Man <laughs> in in Endgame and he goes up to Tony's, "Mr. Stark, remember when I was turning yeah. into dust and he and I said it didn't feel so good and then I and then, and then I it got all weird for a minute. It was like I was dreaming. And then Doctor Strange came and said, "It's been five years. Yeah. We need your help." And he just hugs him, and you can tell Tony was so damaged yeah. by. I mean, there's just yeah. Oh, it was so good, and to see the Avengers assemble scene. Yeah, every hair on all of yeah, me that was cool. Was raised, that was really cool. Where they start coming through, and then is that when everybody? The, when and the, then you yeah. got baby, you got you got our yeah. baby boy. Yeah, Wong. <laughs> Did you want more? As every hero's come through the portals. If oh. Wong came through every one of those portals, I think that this would be about as close to a perfect movie as, as I've ever seen. Listen, I'll post it on the poll because <laughs> I think 1,000 Wongs would have been more efficient I mean, than 1,000 Avengers. I mean, yeah, 1,000 Wongs is definitely better than all the Avengers, right? Right? I mean, even you, an Avengersman, yeah, listen. you would have to... I'm I, like, Listen, Wong's a Sorcerer Supreme. A thousand sorcerer supremes? I'm gonna go out on a ledge. Oh no, I'm more of a Wongsman than an I than a Avengersman. Okay, I'll give you a chance to take it back. A thousand. Okay, I'm more of a one thousand Wongsman than single Avengersman. Okay, fair. That's fair. You too? No, really. Listen, I I respect the hell out of you <laughs> Do for you? going on that ledge. Do you? This was full of iconic moments, and yeah. there's still I'll go still watch YouTube reaction videos, and you see these from, you know, the 70s and 80s and things mm-hmm. uh, from classic movies, horror movies, and audience reactions with the audio now synced up to the movie. Mm-hmm. They have those for these movies, for the Avengers Endgame. Oh, do they? For all of those iconic scenes where you yeah. see Molnir end up in Cap's hand, how, the crowd going nuts. I didn't, I didn't know how that happened. It's got to be worthy. Because... Thor says, like Thor makes a comment, like I knew you, I knew you were, or I knew they you joked could, about it in I think what was it they... Avengers Age of Ultron, where they're all they're drinking. This was before. Oh, Ultron, that's right. Okay, yeah, all trying to pick yeah, up the hammer. The Thor yeah. said, "I knew it," yeah. and this is a nice uh, culmination yeah. of that as well. When that happened, like seriously, I I'm looking at I'm watching the TV, and I just went, "What?" Yeah. There's that moment, yeah. you know, when uh, there's some of the. Crowd reaction from the girl power scene, which mm-hmm. a lot of people roll their eyes at. I didn't mind it. It is what it is. Where all of the uh, female heroes banded together to take yeah. down. I forget who it was. Um, no, I know what you're talking. It was about. a smaller fight in the bigger yeah. fight scene, and then the Avengers assemble when Cap is in front. You know, it's yep. over. I yep. think it's over again. Right? Is Cap with his busted up shield? Yeah. He's on the ground. He's pulling himself up because he's the only one left. Yeah. And then you see, you hear that little. Like the sparks, uh-huh. and you see the the first portal open, yeah. And then when they all come, and he says, "Avengers, assemble!" Yeah, the crowd just went bananas. Yeah, that oh. was cool. It was really cool. I um, am so happy you were uh, able to go on this journey. I don't even care if you watch the rest of them. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to. I mean, I figure I've made it this far, more than two thirds yeah. of the way through. 
Before we get out of here, then. Yeah. I need your official review. The 22nd entry, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, culmination okay. from 2008's Iron Man all the way up to 2019's Avengers Endgame. Uh-huh. Many sagas, many characters. Yeah. Iconic comic book characters yeah. all come together yeah. in the battle for our universe. Yeah. Your official review, then. 2019, Russo Brothers directed Avengers Endgame. I think we might have a new top dog in town. Hey. All right. Take that as you will. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to, I mean, we're not sure where that's yeah. going to fall. I'm a movie. I'm a movie review stenographer. I just copy down what you tell me. Is that, is that better than one thumb and 1130 on a clock? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll leave it up to the Academy to decide. Are you still typing all of this? Yep. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We'll let the Academy decide. Um, I loved that movie from start to finish. I thought mm-hmm. it was fantastic. And like you said, you watched it straight through. Straight through. My plan, because I started it like on Friday, kind of in the afternoon. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll watch a little bit during nap time. It's tough and, uh, to do that. Like I, I just, I plowed right through. Watched the entire thing. Loved it start to finish. I thought it was great. I loved um, when they were going back to find the stones. So they were basically going back into past movies. Right. Like when they went back and you see um, Star-Lord dancing dancing and everything. Because in the movie with the music and it and it's the context, it's it makes very sense. different in the movie. It looks yeah. so cool in the movie, exactly. right? Exactly. But then you see, it's like it's very it's very meta because yeah. it's, they're going back into another movie yep. to uh, to see it. I thought that was really cool. And then the scene in when uh, uh, Loki's attack in New York, yes, and they're going back to like 2012 or whatever that was. Yeah. So you see, I think it was. Like it was Hulk and Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, yeah. Iron Man, Captain. And... But when you see Hulk watching Hulk, yes, like when you the guy see the... when you see current Hulk watching past Hulk, and he's just like you can tell he's embarrassed, and then he's like, uh, he picks up a car, like raw. Yeah, he's act, he has to act the part because everybody's seen him storming around the city, right. and so he doesn't know what to do. So many good things yeah, there. Great like, scene. You mentioned in your review, uh, America's ass. America's ass. Which is yeah. still talked about. Yeah. In, people love that scene yeah. and that line and yeah. that whole sequence when he leans over in the elevator sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he knows, he remembers, that's a big fight. Yeah. Because he now has to fight for the Tesseract. Yeah. The Tesla racked. And he leans over and just says, Hail Hydra, to, to calm the whole yeah. storm. Yeah. So well done. And you see the little tease there, Steve, as you mentioned, the Tesseract gets lost. Who steals it? None other than the uh, the guy who can't be killed. Barf. Barf. That's right. Loki lives. Yeah. Again, we will come to a firm conclusion on how we want to uh, treat the TV series. I think uh, the town drunk Rusty and I have come to a pretty good conclusion that we think you need to watch WandaVision and Loki. The rest, if you want to skip, you can. Although I enjoyed Hawkeye very much. Mm-hmm. I think you would too. I like Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. Hawkeye is becoming one of my favorite. And you know what? You watch Hawkeye now. You see him reckoning with what he did during that five-year span oh, okay. of his family missing. Because yeah. as they implied, 
He was a murderous soul. I need to know more about that five-year span. So when they came back, mm-hmm. because Tony gives gives him specific instructions, he gives specific instructions to... Um, who does he give the instructions to? Remember when, you know, just bring back all the people, but don't Hulk. change anything. Uh, don't change anything that's happened. Yeah, that was Hulk. Because Hulk was that's the one right, who, yeah, Hulk, the, Hulk who was going to do yeah. the snap. Yeah, don't change any of the events that happened yeah. in five years. Simply bring back the people that were lost five years so ago. Where, so, I mean, you heard Peter Parker kind of talk about it. They were just like in a dream. That uh, Does that ever I mean, really I think get explained? I th- no, because I think the implication is that, you know, for, for us in the non-comic book or the real world they're dead yeah right so all those people died yeah so without getting too spiritual religious yeah. whatever it may be they, were they, they yeah they were just gone yeah for that five years now you can look at it maybe they were on a you know parallel universe if you want whatever easier for me to just say Thanos killed them all yeah you know yeah and then they were brought back Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. That great makes movie. me very happy. Great, great movie. Because um, have one... I said anything offensive that you and uh, the town drunk will hate me for? No, I mean outside of your steadfast refusal to just call it the Tesseract. It's the Tesla rack. Uh, your your steadfast refusal to just be able to pronounce Molnir. Uh, other than that, other than that, Maj- you know, I think Majora pretty Lamar. good. There, I could sit here and break down the minutia with you. Mm-hmm. on all of the nuances of the character work from all of them for a long time. I'll leave that for someone uh, that cares. Rusty, we'll talk about that at length. <laughs> Mostly because uh, I don't want to have that conversation with and you. By the way, we ju- you and I just got a group text from the town drunk himself. It oh, looks nice. like, I'm assuming, looks like a picture that he took at a movie theater. I'm assuming he is seeing Thor. Yeah, we were. Uh, I was supposed to be trying to go with him to see Thor today. That uh, obviously did not happen because we have to record this nonsense every week. Yeah, and well, so he had to move look, up the time to go see that movie. I was not able to make it. bills somehow. Got to pay the bills. And you heard it a little bit ago. Our new friends over at Libsyn. Thank yeah. you for that small chunk back from the thousands of dollars we've paid you <laughs> over the last six years. That's right. Good old Libsyn. Our buddies. That's right. Next week. 2019 Spider-Man Far From Home. Hopefully, if you can get me the DVD. I gave you. Because I'm not signing up for... No, you're not signing up for anything. Thursday F- night. FX. I do not get that channel. Thursday night, you're going to sit down on that couch. You're going to flip on the TV. You're going to skip past the news. You're going to skip past the weather. You're going to skip past uh, Jeopardy. And you're going to go right to FX. I may have to go up on the roof and put up another antenna to, to get that to go, You might have to go put on the Crocs and Federal Boob Instructor. <laughs> Shirt. Inspector. Inspector shirt. And then uh, adjust it. Yeah, apologies to Robert. Today we lost him, ooh, probably 15, 20 minutes ago. Oh, Sorry, God. Robert. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, that was fun. I'm glad that I got to watch that movie. I was I was, uh, I was really happy with how that one turned out. Mm. Mm. I, it a, makes me so happy. Chef's kiss. It makes me so happy to have you getting caught up I only wish you could have enjoyed this in the moment that I did three years ago Mm. well the fact that I am nearly in this decade I mean look if you want to look at rolling decades I've been in this decade for the last like eight movies Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah the end is in sight it is again sights are set we need to find out how, 
how far in advance do they put out uh, movie screen the times? The problem with that, it, by just going off the movie theater, it won't be until the week before. Mm. Okay. So uh, maybe maybe we get two weeks. So I think we'll we'll plan a date. We'll give a time range. So whether just, it's, we'll look, say late the I'm first show. Have to step I'm it up. Just, yeah. You know, this might be the week that I watch more than one movie. Here we go with this again. We'll see you in six weeks <laughs> at the theater watching Thor Love and Thunder. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you are a vehicle uh, rapist, please, please get in touch. We're looking for Again, that assistance for the parade. Not looking for anything free. Not looking for a handout. Just looking for some assistance. I would like to give uh, give the work to a dedicated listener to the Stephen Kyle podcast. So again, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's it, right? That's it. That's, That's all, all we, we got. got. All right. We'll talk to you next week. See you.